What on earth is this new shed that's been put up here? It's hard enough getting across the car park without being hit by elites on purple flying machines, let alone with this queue of specimens in vests. Oh, didn't you hear? The new resident video game boss has set up a new gym. Yes, it's that new Goro fellow. He's very busy indeed. There's all kinds of swole people coming out of the forest to visit Goro's games. So that's what it is, eh? I've even seen the dummy thick man clapping ass in there. Let's head in. Would you look at that? Some absolute units in here. Quite. This place is most hench. Hang on. Oh no. Is that... Oh no, it's those horrible wizards have brought us back to life. Such a waste of necromancy. They were supposed to be working in the canteen. Get back to work, you yellow zip-faced twat. Oh, no chance. We're all about the games, bro. Leave us alone. This place is very manly. Let us retire back to the tower. Welcome to Shark Select. Shark Select, recorded on location from the shed at the bottom of the Wizard's Tower. This episode is sponsored by Jabba Nails, Teeth Whitening Scrolls, helping you to take down gangbangers in style. Yes, welcome to the podcast, I am Winstolf, and I am joined, as ever, by Stu. Hello. Hello. An all-new internet celebrity and winner all the time, Ryan. Hello. So let's get the initial spiel out of the way, shall we, and get to the meat thrust into the meaty hole of the podcast. We are a weekly gaming podcast recorded under... Yeah, let's, pa- let's power ready, through it, yeah. Powering up. <laughs> we are a weekly gaming podcast recorded under orders from a bunch of worryingly bizarre wizards who live in a firm, satisfyingly rigid tower. If you enjoy the show, please don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever the fucking hell else you use for your podcasts, and it helps us to reach more people, which is nice. Also leave us reviews. If you would like to contact us with any ideas, feedback, or just for a chat, then we can be reached at Shark Select Pod on Twitter and all other sociales. <coughs> That's clear my throat now. We also have a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Shark Select, where you can pledge to gain access to our extra drip tray episodes, along with various other gubbins. And with that said, let's get on with the show. Was that good? Was that powerful? Yeah. Alright, yeah man. So yeah. first of all, before we discuss anything else, guys, balls on the table, let's get real here for a second. Ryan is a winner. <coughs> Last night, Fucking Ryan up, yeah. went from regular Ryan to hero Ryan. Tell us all about it, Ryan. Hey, hashtag noble Ryan. Yeah, well... Um... <laughs> hashtag what? Hashtag noble Ryan. Ryan. Sick Ryan. Noble Ryan, yeah. Sick man yeah, Ryan, like that was it, it wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> go on then, go ahead. Yeah, because we're playing, um, well, there's a bit of a friendly rivalry and Stu challenged uh, Pixie Podcast to 1v1 Rust, 
And as soon as you do that, it's yeah. got to happen, isn't it? And then conveni- conveniently, Stu went out to kick off. And wasn't going to make it back in time. Stu immediately bailed, having called called him into this challenge. <laughs> no, because we're going to go again next weekend, so it's all good. It'll happen. I, I challenge you. No, I don't. Ryan, cover for me. <laughs> yeah, so he asked, Stu asked if I could um, cover, and I was like, eh. And I was like, yeah, go there, just a friendly one. And then I thought, you know what? After the warm-up, I could kick his ass. So I thought, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> Um, uh, to be fair though it, it was yeah, close so this is Ryan this is the other Ryan and, host of um, the podcast yeah yeah and I was I was annoyed that we did the pistol round round two because I was shit with pistols otherwise I could have got it free for free right, yeah there was say there was that one round where you struggled a bit but, but he, you were good overall there's some pretty good kills I got there with a uh, thermite where I threw it from across the level <laughs> And got some sick kill- sick kills with the uh, crossbow. Sick crossbow skills. My favourite one was when you were trying to 360 no-scope and when you didn't see you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Tried uh, it like three times, ah, fuck <laughs> it, and just went and killed it. <laughs> just shot him in the head. That was very good. Yeah, so that's on uh, the Shark Select YouTube channel uh, now, isn't it? It is, yeah, just just my point, point best, of view, but it's, view. Still, it's still all there. Um, I'm I'm still proud. I managed to get an, an execute as one of my kills as well. Three. Should have spray painted managed... him first before he killed him. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, it was really good. I watched it. Unfortunately, I had to watch it muted because I was watching something else at the same time. But our friend, our good friend's grief burrito, did the commentary as well, didn't they? He did. I turned I turned it up at one yeah. point and it was good. and um. Good. I was going to say, and um, long-time subscriber to the YouTube channel, Mr. Monkfish, whoever he is, actually works. Yeah, he streams. Yeah, he, he, he's a fan of ours on the YouTube. He mainly what he, he mainly follows us on YouTube, so he's, he's sad that episodes don't go on there anymore. But he was happy with that. I know. Yeah, we'll have to um, try and backload a, a load and get him just all ready to go. You know, all just copy him and upload him. Yep. It's also worth mentioning as well that the loser had to donate twenty English pounds to charity. What charity was it, Stu? Remind me. Special effect. Yep. And uh, our our one of our patrons, uh, who we just know as the Frog at this point because he's uh, he changes his ID sometimes, but he uh, actually put twenty, stumped up twenty as well, didn't he? He did. So what a guy! Shout out to the frog. I mean, went, obviously he he should be working in the wizard's tower, greasing the elevator shaft. But maybe it's his day off. They must have let him out to watch um, yeah, watch the match. Go on then, just this once. Or however the wizards speak. Mm. Oh, I'm a wizard. Wherever they speak, losers. But anyway, yeah, fair enough. So yeah, watch it on YouTube. It was really good. I can recommend it. Uh, maybe next time Stu might put his money where his mouth is and take part himself. Well, I will do. For now, I said I was going to. <laughs> we're gonna. I'm just goading you, gonna, Stu. I'm just goading we're you. We're going to do a three v three as well, as well. Oh yes. Yeah. So who's who? So who's Pixie bringing in? He's got two other mates on his podcast, hasn't he? Some guy. I called thought where he lived. Young Raptor and some guy called Luke. I think. Is that his name, Young Raptor? Yeah. 
Wow, that's awesome. Could he like jump twice his body size or stuff like that? Eat a cow? No, I don't think so. I think he's just lame at cod. That's his powers. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just learned how to open doors with his claws. <laughs> and goes pong, pong, pong in kitchens. Uh, what's I gonna say? I was gonna say something then. I mean, obviously, we're glad we won because he's young, and we don't want young people to win, do we? Yeah, and he's spelled all hip as well. Like no, that's it. Yeah, Y U N G. Yeah, exactly. He probably refers to himself as the youth, doesn't he? Yeah. <coughs> or whatever the Cornwall one version of, of that yeah, is. Yeah, one of Pixie's yeah. Cornish mates. P- yeah. Pixie was talking shit as well. What's that, Ryan? So oh, Pixie was talking shit. Oh, it does talk shit. Then. I, 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 had a, I had a humble victory. I had a humble victory. I didn't boast. And all of a sudden, they started bringing up all this shit, calling me a fucker and all that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I played, I played uh, Warzone with him after. He was very bitter. <laughs> calling you a rat and everything. Yeah, very bit of boy. little Cornish man. The young of today, the young of today. Coming round here, beating me at Cornish. Yeah, I won't have any of it. I won't get out of here right now. <laughs> he thought he was all that, and I even said, "I'm not even." I said, "I'm not even that good." I still kicked his ass. <laughs> if there's three things the Cornish hate, it's uh, the rest of England, yep. Barbary pirates, and Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my country, you bastard! Kick, kick you all the way back to Devon. You better not have any cream cheese. <laughs> Are you putting the cream on top of the jam? Get out of here. Right, okay, that's enough goading the Cornish for one episode, I You think. put that pasty down. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, um, last week, we started a new game, didn't we, guys? We did. Because the most famous game we ever did was the overly long name game, and the other two were anywhere near as successful. The arcade name game was terrible. Uh, but yeah, we've decided, we've created three fiendishly difficult ones that we're going to keep on repeating every week until someone gets them right. And if you get all three right, you win at some kind of prize. Which I think was a hand job off Stuart or something. No, it's, it's, it's going it. to be a real prize. We used to yeah. gather it together, make it an epic prize. Is a hand drop off you not a price, Jim? Yeah, that's part of it. It's, a, like a, it's a bundle. Treat? It's like a. So you ever watched a gadget show when they go? <laughs> it takes like an half an hour to go for all the fucking prizes. A hand you could job. win. A blowjob. <laughs> a hand job off Stu. <laughs> blowjob off Stu. A dubby thick man. A foot job off Ryan. <laughs> a tit wank off Winstolf. Right, that's enough of that now. <laughs> That was disgusting. I've I've reached new depths here. Right, okay. <laughs> offering <laughs> myself. I am pretty much just offering myself out for sexual services on the podcast. I'm not actually available for that, guys. I take it back. I'm a happily married man. Okay, so back to the overly long name game. Uh, and the first entry was Stu's. So, Stu, do you want to read it again? Yep. May the rain of pulped bark reshape into wonderful creatures and stuffed with joy-bringing sweetened goods be long and prosperous. But alas, there is a catastrophic event happening in this wonderful, perfect land. (laughs) I like that. It's really poetic. Yours is like um, Shakespearean (laughs) almost. I like it. I mean, it's no surprise that you've done good work there, Stu, because you are consistent. But you know what is a surprise on the podcast? But also not a surprise because it happens every episode. Ryan's fucking surprise, that's what. <clears throat> so Ryan, you Billy Russo haired handsome bastard, what have you got for us this week? 
Uh, I'm just having a look now. So I've got AI written script oh, that we've not read yes. out yet. Love them. So you can have a choice. I've got <clears throat> an airline yep. safety video, which is a, a short and sweet one. Or if you fancy taking part yourselves, I have a Scrubs slightly longer Ooh. episode. It's up to you. If you want. As, as in the first one's two pages, the other's four pages. Well, it's so up it's to you. Which one, which one would you like to do? I, I just need additional I, voices, I is all. Yeah. Where's the script? Right, uh, pinging it to you now. On what chap? <laughs> can I be Doctor? Can I be Doctor Cox? I fucking hate Doctor Cox. He's a right cunt. I'd love to voice him in the next Scrubs AI script. Never got Scrubs. Never got the appeal. No, I never really watched it either. So that'd be pretty funny. Uh, I mean, I'll do I'll do JD narration and the JD, and then so I'll need. Doctor Cox. Um, <laughs> don't we stop no. spoiling it? You're not supposed to read that far ahead. Uh, I'll just. I need <clears throat> a patient, maybe it's Turk, Carla, and Elliot. So, if you want to take up on a few characters each or whatever, we can. You say read ahead, right? But that's the first line. <laughs> so yeah, but don't read that. Just look. Right. Okay. I will be the character which I just said. Who's up? Right. Hang on. Let's redo the race. Ooh, no. Can I be the janitor? Right. I've just... I've read it. Right. I'm, I'm just going to give you characters because it'll be easier. Craig, you're the ca- you're the janitor and Dr. Yes. Cox. And and also, anyone okay. says patient. Right. So that means, Stuart, you're going to be yep. Turk. And... Carla and Elliot, who just have to do different voices for them. You could be you could, you could be Zippy if you want right. one of them. <laughs> Doctor Zippy. George. <laughs> right. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Scrubs. Exterior outside of Sacred Heart Hospital. Doctor Carr pulls up and honks at the nurses. JD narration. <clears throat> a doctor does nice things. One thing is to carry one thing is to carry money all the time and make a patient look at it. Dr. Carr crashes into JD, but not the JD that matters. Music plays as everywhere as everywhere <laughs> waves inward. The hospital entrance has a large pile of orange soda, which the janitor stands before. Threatening others away from it using his beaker of <laughs> hospital juice. JD smiles. The best part of being a doctor is your janitor is God. Oh no, I think the janitor's pretending to be a kidney donor. We need to stop the machine. You're a quack smudge on these lockers called life. No one in the middle of a busy day would like you, and I don't either. <clears throat> you are the mean. You are the mean me janitor. You got you got all the John Dorian potential with none of the flowers and the dead dog. <laughs> JD leaves to <laughs> cut a patient. <clears throat> Interior operating room. Totally aware totally awake 
the patient nurses JD. JD nurses a new <laughs> mother while Turk is explaining fingers to a confused DR. Oh, sorry, to a, conf- to a confused Dr. Kelso. Sometimes you have to break a patient to help yourself. It's funny how a Does bunch of doctors tell you don't that know my that. mum hated the ocean, Doctor? Does it say where my little brother got his nachos at? You are sick, so I decided to grab a beer with your family and watch what you do. Eggs are the new medi- medi- medication, and so far I feel very alive. Your name is Dr. Kayak Puddle, <laughs> but if you act like a giant electric melon, I'm going to consider your opinion. <laughs> what? <laughs> I knew I could always <laughs> I knew I could always count on life support to keep a patient from getting too serious. <clears throat> Dr. Cox walks through a, through the window, knocking the confused patient on the I head. I am a doctor! Hell, I care about that gallbladder! Fucking hate Dr. Cox. <laughs> Dr. Cox licks his pen and finds the taste broken. He tosses the pen in his mouth and coughs up the janitor. The the, jan- the janitor scrubs the patient while Dr. Cox stands by watching JD and Turk on TV. Scrubs his on. <laughs> Interior. TV in the patient's room. Scrubs. And that's when I realised everything about my new black machine. It was hey, a huge mistake. Her shoulders were there and you know it. <laughs> Can't you just tell me how to kiss my lady? My lady is the eel I bought from the narcoleptic. Just Elliot and Carla enter. Find some aloe. I'll get the scalpel. Oh my god, it's so great. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Do you think Dr. Nose is well forgive you for having a little sexy bunch of emergency room? <laughs> A lot of married couples have to go to a cemetery to have sex. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <coughs> so just like her. <sighs> Dr. Cox and Dr. Kelso enter. You're not invited to my muscle room. You and I need to talk about your gigantic diaper problem. Hey, 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 Kelso, I have a plan. Vomit in my eyes. I'm going to stand here. Go! (laughs) Everyone freezes in horror as Carla excitedly shoves a a pipe up Dr. Kelso's nostril. I should have been asshole. (laughs) Man standing in the the corner is my favourite thing. Just... Be subtle and quiet, and project an image of a cool guy who's stand, who's gonna look stunning. I'm about to that voice now. <laughs> you may be married to the job, but you should be engaged to Doctor Neviana. <laughs> oh no, it's Doctor Cox again. Oh, what can you be? You look ridiculous. Talking about anything. Better get ready to run away from me while I s- eat cupcakes and demonstrate how to. Have painfully evocative sex. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Kelso turns off the light. Turk comes out of the elevator and finds him in the dark. The camera zooms in on Dr. Kelso, who dabs. (laughs) 
Dr. Cox presses a button and turns into J.D. Elliot. No, it turns into J.D. New sentence. Oh, yeah, but everyone else is always like that anyway. Two with a dot after it, yeah. Dr. Cox presses a button and turns into J.D. Elliot runs in and scurries behind the hospital bed. J.D. ignores Elliot because the room is now full of kissing ostriches. (laughs) Strange. (laughs) The truth is, every patient suffers from a dementia. I'm not going to change all that. After all, the right thing's not always the best thing to do. You'd know that if you worked in a hospital. What is a hospital? A hospital is a lot like a high school. The most amazing man is dying, and you're the only one who wants to steal stuff from his dad. <laughs> being in hospital is a lot like being in sorority. You have sorority. You have greasers and surgeons, and even though it sucks about Dr. Tapioca, I'm not even that sad. JD exits, smugly echoing. Fade out. <laughs> that was that actually made the fact was much sense as an episode of Scrubs as well. <clears throat> Yeah, I enjoyed my portrayal of Dr. Cox. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Dr. Cox! Yeah. All he ever does is roll his <laughs> cutting eyes around and act like a cunt. I hate him. I liked it in The Rock where he died. <clears throat> Made me happy. Uh, it was the same actor. He wasn't playing Dr. Cox. Right, okay. So, thank you for that, Ryan. I'm that was going a wonderful surprise. cut you, boy. Okay. What? In The Rock. Oh, right. So I thought you were threatening me for something. Ah. I've not done anything. <laughs> like that time when long fan, long, long, sh- long time fan of the podcast, The Tube, threatened to cut you <clears throat> in his sleep. Yeah. Right, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, so just to elaborate on that a little bit more, um, Stu's snoring is so inf- infamous oh. and loud that he actually um, Tube threatened to... Uh, Cut him in his sleep. <laughs> and also, while we were on holiday in Centre Park about 10 years ago, uh, Craig was actually stood over Stuart with a pillow, threatening, thinking about yeah. um, I was smuggling. a minute away from smothering the cunt. <coughs> yeah. yeah. You literally got to this smother him, This podcast would be one person down on a, alter, on a different timeline, and I would be in jail, so it would just be Ryan. But, uh, oh, I'll tell you what. Nearly killed him. The next morning, you found me asleep on the sofa and said, why are you on the sofa? Why the fuck do you think? <laughs> <coughs> but Stu, to this day, still refuses so. that he snores. I think refuses to accept that he snores. Thing, isn't it? Right then. Okay. So next on the podcast, uh, as whilst we're still riding high on a wave of Ryan, let's look at Ryan's entry into the overly long name game. Shall we, everyone? Is that all right with you? Good job that I uh, ah, there we go, then. didn't I delete it. it back as well. But. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so, it is. Habitable planetary body of adversary conflict. Continued displeasure brought upon innocent lives from the decomposition monarch reawoken from the, f- northern, the frozen northern wastes. So, so, you think you know that? Do you? Well, bank it in the wank bank. I mean, the memory bank for later. <clears throat> and we'll come back to it. So now, guys, we've had fun on the podcast. Now it's time to get serious, okay? The Wizards have given us another job to do. Yeah, I don't yep. know if you remember. No, it's given us jobs yeah. to do. I don't know if you remember. Um, last year, uh, oh, God. Grief Burrito. Eh? The light on that thing is flashing on the answer machine. 
Oh, no. not the, I forgot we have to fucking check the wizard's messages for them. Go on, Stu, do the honours. I'm just trying to work out. I can't remember how it fucking works. Yes, we've got too many buttons. I understand that you've been uh, going on about uh, gum wizards and, and towers, and uh, it's very, very silly, very silly. And I think you should uh, maybe, maybe think about solving it, solving it, all that stuff about the uh, gum wizards and the towers. Very silly. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, hang on. Was that Stewie, our family guy? I think it was Stewie Griffin, wasn't it? Was. A, I don't think he's. I didn't, I didn't even think he was real. And B, how does he know the wizards? Or is he just after us? To so be fair, he kind us, of it, fits like someone that the wizards hang around with. Yeah, I think it does, doesn't it? Like it'll be like so. All... Not not that it's a baby and a child and a minor. No, we're not suggesting no. that there were the whiz nonces. <laughs> not suggesting that for a second. <laughs> whiz nonce. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to stop accusing everyone of being nonces on the podcast. I've got to slow this down a bit. I accused Ryan last week of being an elephant nonce. I've got to slow it down. Slow your roll, Winstall. Yeah, okay. It would help if the answer machine wasn't one from the 80s that had got all yellow. Yeah, one of those yellow ones. You have to put a cassette in it and everything. <clears throat> yeah, it's like as yellow as my Dreamcast. Like, for God's sakes, buy a new piece of equipment. Oh, never mind. Right, okay. Let's get back to the mission, shall we? So, yeah, they're giving us a new mission. As we said, do you remember last year when Grief Burrito stole the Crystal of Suspicious Fluids, whatever the wizards call it? Remember that? Oh, yeah, that heist thing that they did. Yeah. <clears throat> it was meant to be part of some bigger thing. It never panned out, but there you go. Uh, anyway, they've still got the crystal. They've not given it back. Um, Rumour has it that it's stored in a secret bunker underneath... Uh, has from Grief Burrito's so-called shop in the opulent empire of Nutsford. Don't if you got, have you guys ever been to the opulent empire of Nutsford? Yeah, it's a very strange place. Lots of like exotic goods and spices from around the globe. <laughs> yeah, everyone wears golden clothes. Yeah. Everyone... And every cafe sells avocado. Yeah. In one form or another. It's basically if you if you've watched the Hunger Games. <laughs> That's basically what Nudge is like it's in the middle. Capital. <laughs> it's even got what's his name in the, in, in a powdered wig, uh, Stanley Tucci, going ha 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 on the on the chat show all day. <clears throat> yeah, Nutsford. Chat. That's basically Nutsford. They kidnap local yeah. kids from like Northwich and the uh, surrounding areas and make them fight to the death for their amusement. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nutsford. So, yeah. And they all wear yeah, they've all got the weird makeup and powdered wigs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. So, yeah, we've got a mission anyway, guys. I can't laugh. This is very serious. They want us to put together a heist team to go and get it back. Only there's a catch. You'll never guess what the catch is. It has to be from a game again. Yeah, once again, it has to be from a fucking video game. Why do they keep doing this? So this is like going to be like every heist film where it's 60% <laughs> recruitment, 40% actual heist. Yeah. No, no, it's... 50% recruitment, 10% training montage, and the rest is a heist. Uh, right, okay then. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Right then. So, obviously we've got a few different uh, categories or jobs to fill in. So let me find my paperwork. I've got a lot of it here. So, we need a leader. We need a stealth expert, obviously. We need a driver for the getaway work to get them to the A556. We need a bit of muscle in case things go south. 
We need the tech person. And, yeah, that's what we need, isn't it, for a successful heist? Yeah, pretty much. Just um, looking at the list, I think we should get um, two people for muscle. You know, like one main and then one backup in case things do go sour. Yeah, like one can wait with the getaway driver. And if it goes south... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If things go shit tits up... Right, okay then. So, first of all, let's start at the top and get ourselves a leader, shall we? Uh, the Wizards have made a short list for us. It's up for, it's up for, it's up for choose one. So, first on the list, we've got uh, Dutch Vandalin from Red Dead Redemption 2. Let's talk about Dutch Vandalin, shall we? What do you reckon, Stu? He's got to keep in a, a, a band of uh, rogues together, isn't he? But uh, he didn't, couldn't he, didn't he go like insane? Yeah, I think his problem is he gave in to his own greed and ambition. <laughs> Uh, but he does have a funny voice. Just need a little more time, Arthur. <laughs> I just need a little faith. you got to have faith in my plan. Um, I mean, he's also a very dapper gentleman. He would fit in in Nutsford. He would. You see him walking down the road in his waistcoat and his bowler hat, he wouldn't look out of place. No, he's <laughs> right. dresses like that in Nutsford. He looks um, like someone at so shop in has his shop as well, so... He definitely would, wouldn't he? Yeah, he wouldn't need a disguise. I want to buy a new bowler hat! Just need a new suit has! <laughs> okay, so yeah, Dutch Vandalin, he's, he's got potential. My only worry is that he might go a bit flaky towards the end yeah. and get everyone into trouble. Get everyone shot down he in the He might get a bit greedy and try and steal more than just the, the, the crystal as well. Yeah, he'd probably try to like, fill his pockets with gubby drops or something. Get into trouble. Okay, so he's on the list though. He's worth considering, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll just list him out, and then we'll we'll pick the the one we want. Are we not going to uh, give each one a breakdown? Need No, we'll just choose one. A, a number, surely. Yeah, we we need to describe them a bit at the very least, so that, in case the listeners don't know who they are. <coughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Describe them, and then we'll just pick one. Yeah. For the heist. Yeah. So next up, we've got. We don't need to score one. We'll just choose one. Yeah, I'm down with. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine in this year. Oh, doing away with rating numbers, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, yeah. Don't don't need to rate them. We'll just pick one. As long as we give names to the wizards, they won't care. So next up from Modern Warfare, Call of Duty series, we've got Captain Price, who's famous for being Captain able to time Price. travel and having a moustache. Captain Price. Yeah. He also Double says, six. "What kind of name is Soap anyway? <laughs> what kind of name is Soap?" Oh, yeah, this new one is um, Bravo Six, going dark. Going dark. <laughs> uh, so he's a Cockney fella. Um, he's voiced by a, a guy called Billy Murray. No, uh, not anymore, he's not. Is he not Billy Murray anymore? No, it's some guy from Hollyoaks. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Billy Murray was good at it, Some wasn't guy it? from Hollyoaks. I used to like it on that Injury Lawyers for You advert with Billy Murray and with how that Captain Price was trying to tell you to get a lawyer. You need to get yourself a lawyer, Soap. Yeah, he's a lot uh, more harsh than he was. The new one there. That's a shame. It's a very breathy Captain Price. Bravo 6. Go it, Doc. I mean, Captain Price, he's very good with guns. He's good at shooting stuff. Oh, hang on. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm at the podcast a second. Just need to take a quick call. Won't be a sec. Sorry. Give me one minute. Yeah, one. <sighs> you alright? This is pimp. <laughs> What you doing, you stupid bitch? You're supposed to be working the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Don't make me. I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> sorry, Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. Don't make me he bitch man slap you. <laughs> oh, I, love, I love that film. It's not even that good, but it's one of my favourite films. It? It's a huge bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge bitch. <laughs> Don't make me he bitch man slap you. Maybe pick it up with my anus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Need a, are you a pimp? No, I'm a, I'm a mad pimp. <laughs> yeah. That's when they're in the hot tub, in it, and he's got that sandwich and he gets all yeah. fucking. It just spills everywhere. He starts guys, eating it. One sec. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, see, it's definitely his pimp. So we just carry on without him, or what? Has he got an emergency VIP client he needs to go and see to? Yeah. It could be, uh, yeah. There's someone in. Uh, maybe he's forgot the yeah, appointment. Yeah, probably it, yeah. Sorry, Daddy! I'll do it now! He's giving someone a tip wank. He's <laughs> coming, coming back now with a black eye. He's <laughs> got a massive hand mark on his face. He's been backhanded by a pin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ring. You got a ring, yeah. Bruce. You'll <laughs> come back slightly <laughs> sobbing. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, just something I had to go and deal with very quickly. But I'm back. So, <laughs> where did we get up to? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, what's going on? Where were we? Captain Price, weren't we? Don't make me, you bitch mad, slap you. Was that a Juice Bigelow reference? Yeah, because you pimp-phoned you, didn't he? Emergency oh, well, VIP client. You had to go and tip how did, how did you know? We just know. God, I thought I kept it a secret for all these years. Have you got, have you got a big massive handprint on your face now? I have, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's Goro. Yeah, it's Goro. He's uh, Goro shipping. He, he d- yeah, he quad slapped me with his four hands all the same time. Yeah, it was really painful. Anyway, so back to Captain Price. I think we were talking he about. Him we? Twice on the face and twice on the cheeks at the same time. Yeah, he slapped me on the cheeks first to punish me and bring me in close, and then on the face. <laughs> Which is a movie actually does in Mortal Kombat, isn't it? I think so. He 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 grabs your bum cheeks with his bottom arms. And he lifts you up into the air, like by your buttocks, which would really hurt, and then just fucking hammers you in the face. Which is what he just did to me. It was really painful. It's no wonder he was the second to last boss. Right, okay. You don't want to know what Shang Tsung did to you. So where were we? No, I'd rather just sort this heist out, to be honest. Right, come on then, back to the heist. Back to the heist. So, Captain Price, we were saying, he's got a, a gravelly voice, He's a re- he's got lots of gun skills. Obviously, he's the leader. He's a good leader, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a team that he leads. One four one, hasn't he? Yes, uh, and he was also in the SAS, which makes him a double hard bastard. He's double hard. Super. And he can travel through time. Army he was in World sources. War Two. <laughs> Super. <laughs> yeah, he was in World War Two as well, wasn't he? That's a different price. Same mustache. Got a reboot. <laughs> so, so, so we don't think he's a time traveller no not anymore he was before this one 
All right, fair enough. So Captain Price is making the list. He, he is good. I mean, I can't think of a reason why we wouldn't have him. Can you, Ryan? No. No, fair enough. <laughs> Next up, I see someone's written Ding Chavez. Yeah, Ding Chavez. Isn't it Chavez Dig? What's his name? He's called Chavez Dig. <laughs> is it? I was yeah. it's Ding Chavez. <laughs> Not Ding Chavez. It's called Chavez Dig <laughs> for Rainbow Six, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's Chavez Ding. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Ding Chavez. <laughs> it made me laugh when I read it the other day, and I was like, no, don't correct him on it. <laughs> Not yet. Do it, I'll do it on the episode. Yeah, Chavez Ding is the leader of uh, Team Rainbow, isn't he? Yeah. Team Rainbow Kiss. <laughs> what they all do is they all gather around it's, the glass. Um, <laughs> gather around the bucket. <laughs> and they all fire their body fluids into it, and then they drink it. Yeah. No, sorry, I was thinking of Team Rainbow, the Special Forces guys, sorry. Shit. Shit! Come on, Ryan, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, it's not Chavez Ding. It's Ding Chavez, because his name's Domingo Chavez. I told you! It was Chavez Domingo. No. His his surname is Chavez. Hang on, I'm just going to go back to my pimp and ask him to slap me again. Sorry about that. (laughs) No, I'll do it later. Right, okay. Well, now I feel like a silly boy. Fair enough, though. I I know what yeah. I'm wrong, and I Forget will hold my hands up. it up with the fucking... I will hold my You see me on a picture there? Name, hold... Chavez, comma, Ding. Ding Chavez. I thought it was Ding, Cha- Ding comma, Chavez. I've not played it for years, in my defence. All right, Ryan, I know what I'm wrong. I hold my hands up. I am defeated. But we must still discuss his moves. Tell me about what he's got. He's a stealthy boy, isn't he? Sneaky. He is. Yes. Um, Rainbow Six. <laughs> he's Rainbow Six. Yeah, but what's his skill set? Come on, sell him to me. Can't remember. He's the leader of Rainbow yeah, Six. <laughs> Squad Fuck leader, yeah. Rainbow Six. You guys are really coming forward on this. So, Team Rainbow are multi. He can shoot. He can. Hmm? He can shoot people, and they folded donuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell I am to sold. Flash, uh, and clear, and then they run in the door, flashbang themselves, and then get shot. Yeah, good point, actually. If that's an open frag and clear, it's an absolute disaster. Uh, no, actually, we can't have him. We can't have him. He's too much of a liability. Can you imagine they all go through the door and he just gets them killed? May as well have Jeff and the terrorists. Oh, no. I don't think we should have him, guys. Go on, move on, then. Who've we got next? Uh, Ezio de Auditore di Firenze. Of course, from Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, I was like he needs any introduction. I was going to add him to the stealth list, but he he's more of a leader, isn't he? Because he has like he yeah. takes over the assassin's order or something. Yeah, he he, he recruits a load, doesn't he? Yeah, I like that bit in, does, yeah. in Assassin's Creed 2 where all the famous Renaissance era Italian people are on top of that tower, and it turns out they're all assassins. And then when they all jump off, like immediately one after another into a haystack. Yeah. That really hurt. <laughs> so Machiavelli, no! <laughs> but yeah, Ezio. Um, he's got hidden blades. Yep. Uh, and, the, and obviously he's got like knives and sword. He's got a lot of weapons, basically. And a fancy coat. And a nice house. Think, that nice villa, hasn't he? Which one's he got the villa in? That three. Yeah, that's two, isn't it? Where he's got the villa. Is it? Yeah. No, one of three is a, Build a villa. We have to go and like recruit people for your villa. Yeah, I'm sure it's two because it's his uncle's villa. He says, "It's a me, Mario." Oh shit! Like, isn't it? Yeah, two's a really good game. 
It was probably one of Assassin's the Assassin's Creed 3. 3 is the one where you retake Rome. No, well, that's Brotherhood, isn't it? 3 is the one in America, which wasn't very good. Yeah, sorry, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which was the second installment of Rezio. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, nearly 100% completed that one. It's the closest I've ever been to 100% in the game before. Brotherhood. But anyway, which one? Brotherhood? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Ezio the Auditore. So I think he'd be a good choice. Again, he's dressed perfectly to fit in with Nutsford. To pull his hood up, right? If you want to. I've seen Has walking around in coats like that before. Just being opulent, throwing coins to people as he walks past to bribe them. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he'd fit in again, much like uh, Dutch. I think he'd fit in, wouldn't he? Yeah. The only worry is, would he know what to do with modern weaponry with him being from the Renaissance? Would he need modern weaponry? I don't know. If things got ugly, would he? He's got the crossbow. With That's what the, mus- the muscles for that, though, isn't it? Aren't they? Yeah, maybe so, yeah. All right, yeah. So I think Ezio's a good choice, though, isn't he? Yeah, so far. Yeah. <clears throat> Our next choice comes from Grand Theft Auto V, and is, of course, Michael DeSanta. Hey, hey, that grumpy boy that lives in a, in a posh house. Yeah, this shit family. Yeah, he's a dual thief, isn't he? So he's uh, yeah. well suited for stealing a cum crystal. Yeah, yeah, he's good at planning the old heists. Yep. That, yeah, true. I mean, what's his mate? Was it Lester? His mate. He teams up with Lester, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, my yeah. only worry is that he might bring his horrible kids along, and I hate, I hated his kids. Why would he bring his kids along to a heist? I don't know. It's just like the kind of thing he'd do, like his stupid son would hide in the boot or something. And take some selfies or whatever it is they did in that game. No uh, thing I'd be worried about is him selling out half his squad so he can get uh, immunity from the police and a new identity. Oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, and then years later, going like trying to get the gang back together. Yeah. So morally, he can't really be trusted. Yeah, let's move on then. Yeah, he's in the same boat as. Um, um, ding Chavez, ding ding Chavez, ding ding. Uh, can't be trusted. So next up, we've got Commander Shepard. Uh, I'm assuming the one from Mass Effect, not the one from Call of Duty. Yeah, Dad Shepard. Dad Shepard. Yeah, yeah. In the Shark Select canon, he's called Dad Shepard. Um, he co- he crews a spaceship. He, he, well, he commands a spaceship, doesn't he? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's, go- he's always on the front lines with his men. He's isn't got he? good yeah, he uh, interpersonal skills. Yeah, that's very good. He gets Garrus to sit on his knee and talk about his problems. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's got he's, he's the badass with a heart of gold, isn't he? Yeah, he's good at recruiting a team. He's got good one-liners. Yeah, I think he might yeah, be good quips. Yeah, I think he might be the perfect choice, guys. He's good <laughs> to lead the squad. Don't you think? Yeah, could be. But, but like, let's keep going through for now. Yeah, like any job interview, we have to talk about the rest of them, don't we? Yeah. Um, someone's put Master Chief. Did he lead? Does he do much leading? Um, probably not. I mean, you just kind of the Marines just kind of hang around with him and crash warthogs into him. Uh, he's a good soldier. He'd be good as muscle, but I don't think he's a good leader. Yeah, I don't also, think he was, would he even be good as muscle? He's more like a lone, like a lone fucking agent, isn't he? Yeah, he's like a, yeah, he's like a one-man army, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he'd be a strong candidate for leader. I'll be honest with you. He only says about three things anyway. So, 
Next up. Right, bin him off. Let's move on. But but don't tell him we've binned him off. He might get angry and kill us. Next up from uh, Time Splitters games, we've got Cortez, aka definitely not Vin Diesel. And Ryan's, I assume yeah. it's Ryan, has handily put It's Time to Split next to his name. Yeah. It's time to split. <laughs> that was his like, yeah. catchphrase that nobody liked. So, yeah. he's a master of guns and stuff, isn't he? There's no denying that. Is he a leader? He's the best that the Earth's got to offer. Yeah, he's travelled through time as well. He's killed bodies throughout time. He can create. He can create a paradox and have duplicate versions of himself. Yeah, something to do with entering the password. Uh, as I recall, that section of the game was. It was very confusing, but very good. <clears throat> um, I think he. That's not just that section. So it's throughout the whole game. Yeah, but that that main section is the one I remember. Where there's many of him, we're all running around trying to like hack into a system or something. Yeah. So Cortez is a good choice. I think he's quite high up as well, isn't he? Is he a leader? Mm. Well, to be fair, he did have Corporal Hart with him in Side Splitters 2, but she died. So I'm not sure if he's the best choice. Known experience of getting his squad killed. Mm. And, he, and, and he lost his robot as well. Only to himself. Yeah, true, but does that... I mean, technically, I'd, he's just not as good as Commander Shepard, I don't think, guys. I'll be honest with you. Right then, so last last one on the list is uh, it's Saints Row Guy. Saints Row Guy. Uh, yeah, I was listening to the podcast before. We'll know all about Saints Row Guy. Uh, he's a cockney gang leader who is weirdly sadistic to his own men. Makes people come in his boots. Yes, he does, and calls people naughty little penguins. Doesn't like my worry. He likes suits though, but don't tell him he likes suits. No, he gets very angry if you tell him he likes suit. No one knows why. Uh, but my main worry is that he might start getting bored and taking the sledgehammer to his own team. Yeah, just, just to see. just Yeah, just making people ragdoll about and stuff. Might take people to Ragdoll Bridge. Yeah, just get cars to launch them several miles. <laughs> and watch an ambulance um, try and drive up a bridge and crash. But yeah, Saints Road guy is like a master of like anarchy, isn't he? Yeah. I don't think he's suitable for a heist. Too chaotic. Way too chaotic. Nutsford would be in flames by the time he left. He he wouldn't he wouldn't do it right. He'd kill off his own squad and just like go on a balls out rampage. Right, so I reckon it's either Captain Price or Commander Shepard at the moment. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm leading towards Dad Shepard. He's he's the most powerful leader in the galaxy. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah. He's the only human to ever become a spectre. That is true. And he's also the the uh, badass with a heart of gold, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah. I think he's the leader then, yeah. So there you go, we have our leader, it's Commander Shepard. Next up then, we are Stealth Expert. Some famous names on here, and some someone's are, and some are not so famous names. Let's start with Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Go on, Ryan, you're the Splinter Cell fan. Sell it to us. It's Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell. Fucking hell, Ryan. <laughs> Blood from a stone. <laughs> Tell me about the character. Yeah. Uh, fucking hell, secret agent, isn't he? <laughs> one man job, one man get the job done. Stealthy boy. Yeah, so he's employed by, is it was Echelon 5, are they called? It's, uh, it, no, it used to be third echelon. That's it, third echelon. Yeah, it was like super, super secret. And then in the later games, where he's, he suddenly looked a lot younger and <laughs> had a different voice, 
he was actually fourth at Echelon and worked only for the president. Nah. Yeah, it's weird how he, how he got younger, wasn't it? Magic. Must have had Botox. Yeah, but... Yeah. But yeah, he could... I think he's a sneaky boy, isn't he? But got night vision goggles. Yeah. Trained on weaponry and elbow people to the head. <laughs> he's an effective elbow to the head move. Yeah. I think he'd be... Yeah, because he could... But in the, it's, it... it It'd have to be the Chaos Theory um, Splinter Cell, though. Like the peak, the peak of Sam Fisher. Yeah, with his uh, with his carampit and all that, taking everybody out. And you can do the splits like in a corridor up on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I think he's a good choice then, yeah. I like Sam Fisher, he's a good all-rounder. Also voiced by Michael Ironside, which is always good. <clears throat> Next up we've got, um, probably the most famous stealther of all, Solid Snake. Metal Gear... Metal Gear. Yeah, he's um of course he was doing one last job for the US military and then he became was it was it philanthropy were they called when Imanoticon went to try and expose Metal Gear. Yeah, they were rogue agents then, weren't they in Metal Gear too? Yeah, then he was an old man for reasons. And they died. In Metal Gear Four, yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm go- I mean I would say probably Classic era Solid State, like Metal Gear Solid, wouldn't you? MGS One. Yeah. yeah, that sort of era. Um, <clears throat> so he's, obviously Ryan has played Twin Snakes recently, so he might have more moves since the PS One days. I don't know, but like he's got, he's really sneaky. He can hide in a box and nobody ever knows it's him. Weird how that works. Uh, and he's good at fighting bosses. If you encounter any bosses, he's the he's the man for the job, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, what do we reckon? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, another good candidate. He's definitely up there as a main choice, a main candidate. It's not. Yeah, it's not as. It's not as. Um, <coughs> it's not as sneaky as Fisher because uh, Sam Fisher can crouch, whereas uh, Solid Snake can either sit on his knees to, and go prone or run. That is true. He can't like crawl around. Well, he can't crouch run, can he? Can't split jump. No thing, can he? No. I thought maybe he's got weak knees. Who knows? Um. So yeah, okay. So maybe Sam Fisher might have the edge on Solid Snake here. Do we think? I think so. Yeah. But when Snake needs to heal, he does an impression of Bruce Forsyth and puts his like fist on his forehead, and he gets his health back. That's good. Well, Sam Fisher regenerates over time, anyway. Like a fucking satellite. Doesn't, doesn't need no. Doesn't need no rations. He's like Wolverine, isn't he? Yeah. All right, maybe he's winning so far. Then I think Sam Fisher might have the edge on poor Snake. Next up is Sly Raccoon. Is he a friend of Rocket? He's like a burglar, isn't he? Yeah, he's a... He's like yeah, a more, he's what, another jewel thief. Yeah, oh, He's one of the more venerable PlayStation mascots, isn't he? Yeah. The many they've a, had. Yeah, he's a jewel thief, so he's quite well fitted. What, does he have any, any weapons or anything? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> uh, so we just know he's a raccoon and he's good at stealth. Yeah, it's a sly and he's a raccoon. He's a sly raccoon, mm-hmm. little bastard. Fair enough, though, he's on the list. Next up, we've got Ghost. Uh, I assume you mean what, the one from Modern Warfare Ghost. 2. Yeah. He was just Gaz in Ghost. the Balaclava with a skull on it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Gaz is a different person. I know. It's the same voice actor, though, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Are you sure? It was. I think the fact he was called Ghost was a bit of a nod to it, wasn't it, almost? Oh. But yeah, Ghost. He's a SAS dude, 
um, Task Force 141, isn't he? And he wears a, ba- a balaclava with a skull on it, and he's a cool bad boy. But is, is he good at stealth, though? His stealth is thing? Yeah, stealth is his thing. He's the one that goes behind enemy lines for, um, uh, for 141. Reconnaissance. Yeah. <clears throat> Fair enough. Does he lose points for dying? You're thinking of the old ghost. He got rebooted, you chode. Well, I don't know much about the sell it to me, then. Come on. He goes behind enemy lines for Task Force 141. Nobody knows who he is. Ooh, okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, it's only known as Ghost. Yeah. Okay, I quite like the sound of him then. Shall we have him on the? I'm going to have him on the list just because he sounds cool. I don't remember the old Ghost, but he was still cool as well, right? Yeah, basically. The same, have him on the list where dead. he already is. Same, but he's not dead. Yeah. All right then, I'm sold. So next up, we've got uh, also from Assassin's Creed, Altair, who was the original jobber, the uh, Middle Eastern assassin, who started off as a complete wanker, might I add, before he turned into a good guy. Yeah, the problem is he forgets all his moves. He does, because that, cause, uh, that Templar kicks him through the wall so hard, he forgot all his moves. Yeah, he forgets how to climb walls and sword fight and stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh god, how do I do this again? And like, really panics. Maybe, maybe just, maybe just really knocked his confidence, and he didn't want to do it anywhere. Yeah, maybe. He wanted to become like a, a market salesman instead, of selling silks and spices. Uh, I say I, he's similar to Ezio, but not quite as good, isn't he? He's got the sword, he's got the throwing knives, he's only got one hidden blade. Um, he was very good at beating up guards, but a drunk man could push him about five hundred meters. Oh yeah, those fuckers. Yeah, I hated them. I used to kill them, even though you got told off for it. Altair did not harm civilians, he fucking did. Like like those minstrels, isn't it, in Assassin's Creed 2? I used to like, like, you know... Oh, you fucking the, minstrels. When you do the walk and you're tapping people on the shoulder and stuff, just like throwing yeah. your hidden blade every now and again as well. Yeah. <laughs> Watch a minstrel just crease over in the corner with a blade stuck in his gut. Fuck off, minstrels. No how many you killed, though? They, they still kept coming to sing to you. It's like, mate, I've just killed three of your mates. It's like, it's fine, I've got to sing about you. But yeah, Altair, I mean, he's good at stealth, there's no denying that. And if he does get seen, all he has to do is sit on the bench and they lose him. Exactly, yeah. So I'd say he's quite high up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Next up is one of my personal favourites, it's Corvo Atano from Dishonored. He was... Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Royal, he's the royal protector to the to the Empress, falsely accused of her death. And then he uses a mixture of stealth and witchery to get back on top, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got his marks by the outsider. Yeah, that's right. He's got like devilly powers, hasn't he? And yeah. he wears an iron mask with a cool telescope on it. Yeah. People. Can... We can blink and teleport, can't he? And slow down time. Maybe even stop time if he wants to. Stop time, yeah. I'd say he's high up on the list, wouldn't you? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like Corvo, he's wicked. Next up we've got Zero, who I think was from Borderlands 2, was it? That's him, yeah. He's like a ninja, isn't he? Yeah. Ninja stealth boy. With a sword. I always thought he looked a, I always thought he looked a bit like a Tau from Warhammer. He does a bit, yeah. Yeah, so he's stealthy, he's got a sword. I mean, how stealthy could you be in Borderlands? Uh, with uh, Zero, his melee attack, he went invisible. Yeah. So you could just run at someone and give him a good stabbing. 
Yeah, and then you could uh, chain it up to kill about four or five people while you were invisible. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a reason not to recruit him. He sounds pretty good, doesn't he? But yeah, as for as for stealth, though, there isn't a much of a mechanic in Borderlands. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's let down by his own mechanic, is what we're saying here. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Sorry, mate, you're out. <laughs> Next up, we've got Gabe Logan from... Uh, sorry, Gabe Logan from Siphon Filter. Uh, That's what you said, wasn't it? Gabe Logan? Yeah, Gabe Logan. What do you think I said? I thought you said Gabe yeah, Logan. That's what, that's what... Yeah, Gabe Logan. So yeah, Gabe. So yeah, Gabe Logan. He's a. Uh, I don't know why people keep thinking that's weird, but uh, he is. He has some stealth missions. Uh, his main tactic was to walk around in the crouch and hide behind things, and uh, silence pistol people pew, pew, in the back when they weren't looking. So yeah, he is capable of stealth. Whilst he's mainly like shooting things, he is capable of stealth. He kicks himself up the bum when he runs as well. What do you think? Tasers people as well, doesn't he? Oh, he loves tasering people. He gets off on that shit. He's there fucking tasering them, dick in hand. He's out of control. <laughs> hmm. Maybe he's, that could be a problem, actually. Imagine him trying to be stealthy and there's just someone switching on fire in the corner. What would the some... if they were on fire? <laughs> <laughs> on fire! <laughs> like that. Yeah. And Gabe Blow going to be with his in the corner, massaging his pecker. <laughs> No, you know what? We're not having him. He's he's he's, he's a liability. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Uh, who's next? Who's put this one down? Garrett. Who's Garrett? I just added it there from um, from Thief. Ah, yeah, Garrett. Yeah, he was good at stealth, wasn't he? That's kind of his main thing, and also he did heists. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. He had a bow and arrow, as I recall, and a grapple hook. I want to say. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the new one, I'm talking about the older ones. Yeah, that the new, new one, one was, was shit. It was boring, wasn't it? You're talking about so, the, the, it was like the old one that was like... The, charm. The, the first one on the Xbox, it was like all bump mapped. Yes. Was that the third one, I think, wasn't it? The bump map one? Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's got a good stealth chops. His, his name is literally Thief. It's not his Garrett, but you know what I mean. I think he... Is very well equipped for the job. Mm. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Yeah, maybe. So it depends where his morals lie. Would he would he run off with the crystal? Hmm. I don't know why I sounded like Master Fenric then, but yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Would he? Would he? I mean, it's between Garrett, probably Garrett Corvo, Altair. Oh no, Garrett Corvo. Does Corvo do heists? Corvo? Yeah. He could do, couldn't he? He's, he's got the skills for it. I mean, personally, I'm going to push an argument between Sam Fisher, Corvo, and Garrett. What do you guys think? I think Sam Fisher's probably more suited to uh, like weapons and stuff, really, like modern weapons. Yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts? <clears throat> yeah, be- between. For me, Sam Fisher or uh, Corvo. Uh, Corvo's got the supernatural uh, element ex- element over what Sam Fisher's got in weaponry. Yeah, how about? But like Corvo. she said, you've got the uh, you've got the mus- you've got the muscle for the big guns if needed. Corvo would just take you out with his either his massive pistol or um, silent sleep darts. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with Corvo. Yeah. So so far, we've got Dad Shepard and Corvo. We're doing all right. 
Next up, very important class, the driver. We've only got a few entries for this one, but they're good ones. We've got, first of all, Franklin Clinton, who's also from Grand Theft Auto V. And he is like he is the driver of the gang, isn't he? He steals supercars, doesn't he? Yeah. He That's his thing at the start. It could, it could also slow down time on steep corners. He can. He's got like a supernatural skill <laughs> to slow down time. Which is good. He also has a cool motorbike. Not that we need it in the heist, but I'm just saying he's got a cool motorbike. I think he's a good all-rounder, and if he does need to do drive-by shooting, he's, he's got guns he can use out the window as well, doesn't he? Yeah. So I think he's probably a good shout, Franklin. Next we've got John Tanner from the Driver series. Literally, the series was called Driver. He's a good choice. He's a good choice. The only downside is he can't get out of his car. He can't, or if he, he does, in the, it does in, the, in, the, in the second game, but it's really choppy. Yes, he doesn't run very well when he's out of his car, but you can do it. Uh, he's voiced by Michael Madsen, which gives him bonus points for having a gravelly voice. Who also voiced Dowd in Dishonored for uh, extra mention there. Um, I think Tanner's a good choice, personally. What do you guys think? Yeah. Let's have him in there. As long as there's not a bit where he has to do a tutorial in a fucking multi-story car park. Because I, I, I could never get past that. That was a fucking nightmare. Next up, we've got Claude, who I believe was the silent protagonist from GTA 3. Yep. He actually looked like college tutor Darren Tolliday. He did. True story. going to show um, you how to make Greg. <laughs> and after that, he never spoke again. Um, yeah, but he's again, good all-rounder. He's definitely good at driving, isn't he? He just doesn't talk. That could be really awkward if you yeah. need some info off him. Claude, wh- wh- you, where are you? Just nothing on the radio. Fuck's sake, Claude. Yeah, we can't have him, can't have him mute, can we? No, I think, it, I, think you, I think you need to be a bit more careful who you're picking if you're planning a heist, wouldn't you? Who was it you used yeah, who was it who used to accidentally dress like Claude every now and again? Was it you, Ryan? It's me, yeah. Still do. <laughs> Just showed up dressed as Claude from GTA 3 every now and again. Yeah, I've got, the, I've got the green walking pants and a black jacket. The good thing is, I suppose, you could cover for him if ever we did recruit him and you had to swap him for him like a body double. Yeah. So next, so finally, we've got Ryan the Train McLean. Care to explain the Train McLean? That's um, from... Tucker Race Driver yeah. played as Ryan Ryan the Train McCain and he changed his uh, nickname for your save file oh hang on a minute so is he a relative of Nathan McLean from Grid then that's the, that's the no, same Ma- thing Ma- oh, no it was McCain McCain oh sorry not, no, not, not like John McLean yeah I'm with you yeah, sorry like, like the crisps because when I when I played it his name was Ryan Ryan McCain <laughs> Ryan Ryan McCain Okay, so he's a race driver. Yeah, yeah. But would he want to join a life of crime? Would he be able to evade the well, police? He hasn't been um, hasn't been seen since his one season on uh, Tucker Race Driver, so he might need the cash. Yeah, he might be desperate for the money. You think? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we've had a few good shouts here. It's going to be quite difficult to choose. Well, oh. there's, there's one here as well you've missed. Yeah, I did miss Pierce. one. That. Pierce, Pierce from Saints Row. He's crap. There was that one time when Saints Row guy was waiting for him and he didn't show up. Because oh. he was too busy dressing as Saints Row guy having a wank and taking Abusing pictures of him. himself. Yeah. <laughs> Abusing himself. <laughs> Debasing himself. <laughs> pictures of himself. Yeah, exactly. He's really unreliable, Ryan. He left Saints Row guy to die. 
Just because of a glitch, admittedly, but come on. Right, okay, then. So which of the, which of the four do you want as your driver? I say John mm. Tanner. You reckon? He's yeah, got a game I'll go with Tanner. Him being a driver. I'll go with Tanner as well, yeah. I mean, as long as he, as long as he doesn't have to get out of the car, he's all right. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, that's right. There was the third game, but that was really buggy, so we don't talk about that. So next up, we need two out of this category, guys. Very important. The muscle. We need someone to intimidate, and if things go south, cause mayhem. So we're getting so, two of these, aren't we? Yeah, that's right. We need two of these bad boys. So, for number one, GTA 4 protagonist, Niko Bellic. He's a bad boy Serbian. Um, he's got a heart of gold, again, out really, hasn't he? Yep. He came to Liberty City to start a new life. Trying to live I'd, um, <clears throat> hmm? Yeah, saying I'd take Nico in a heartbeat as long as his phone doesn't ring and Roman wants him to go bowling. Oh, God. Yeah, all that, that rapper guy as well. Yeah, he always wanted to go to the strip club, didn't he? There was two, weren't there? There was Playboy X and the other guy. I always sided with the other guy because Playboy X was a knob. Was he called Dwayne? Yeah. Dwayne, oh, and his other mate, Little Jacob. Basically, as long as his mates don't keep phoning him up all the time, he'd be quite good. Say, Nico, turn your fucking phone off. God, fucking hate his cousin. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Nico Bellic, he's, he, he's, he's on the list. Along with fellow Modern Warfare not a fellow to the other ones we talked about, not Nico. Character, Soap McTavish. Now, again, I'm assuming you're talking about the reboot, so I'm going to let you talk so you don't get snippy with me. It's not in the reboot. <laughs> Can't win, can I? Right, okay, so Soap from the Modern Warfare trilogy, yeah? Yeah. He's Scottish. Scottish people are always tough. Well-known fact. Um, got a mohawk. Yep. What kind of name is Soap, anyway? I was discussed. Yep. Uh, he, he's a good soldier all around. He... he, he, he only fails once, and when he fails, he dies. But until that point, he is a bad boy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And his mate Roach. Yeah. He kills loads of people. He saves Roach from falling off a cliff. He does. He does. I like Soap. I think Soap is a good choice, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Soap. He's on the list. Soap! He's on the list. Yeah. Next up, we've got Yori. Yeah, he's from the Modern Warfare 3 as well. He plays Yuri while Soap's in trouble on the hospital bed. It's just another oh, yeah. badass soldier, isn't he? Yeah, well, with tattoos and that. Yeah, he's a badass. He was, he was like a quiet, confident badass, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he was there with Price on the last mission, wasn't he? In that hotel. Yeah, they broke in with the uh, with that armoured bloody juggernaut gear on. Yeah, with the miniguns. Yeah, I liked Yori. Yori was good, wasn't he? Missed one off the lift as well. Oh, shit. How do I keep doing that? Sorry. Yeah, how could I miss a, such a famous character as GTA 5's Trevor Phillips? Exactly. Fucking mad Canadian. He's the kind of guy we want. On, well, do we want him, actually, thinking about it? He is very good at being muscle, but he's also an absolute psychopath. Yeah, he's very good at being chaotic as well. <laughs> yeah, he is literally chaotic. Can you imagine him and St. Row guy? Yeah, yeah, he is like a Canadian Saints Row guy, isn't he? <laughs> Never thought of it like that before. He's like dresses like a hobo, uh, and he's mad. I don't know, Stuart. I don't think we should have him. He's too dangerous. Yeah, he's a bit of a wild card, isn't he? Can you imagine telling him to uh, not shoot people at random? It'd be a bad idea, wouldn't 
So no, we won't. We, we, we won't have Trevor. He was worth a mention, though. Next up, fellow Rockstar character. Probably Rockstar's best character, in my opinion. Arthur Morgan. Oh, oh I don't know, Dutch. <laughs> as long as Dutch isn't the leader, he, he, he should be all right. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he complains about the morality of it, and then goes and does it anyway most of the time. Yeah, he always complains about having no money, but he's actually fucking loaded. <laughs> he was in my game because I found a load of those gold bars and I've just not shared it with the camp. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck that, this is my money. <laughs> Gotta upgrade all my shotguns. Although you only need the pump action. That gun's savage. So, yeah, Arthur Morgan, he's a cowboy. Cowboy. Um, he starts out as a moralless cowboy but learns morals, which is nice. Is but the only question is, are we having started the game, Arthur, or ended the game, Arthur? Uh, end game, Arthur's. Fucking dying, so probably not endgame. Yeah, Arthur. we don't want tuberculosis, Arthur, do we? <laughs> Coughing his lungs up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm fine. And then he just collapses in the corner. Uh, I think Arthur Morgan is a good, strong character all around, though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I think we should consider him as muscle, along with fellow Vandalin gang member John Marston. I don't like John Marston. John Marston. No. John Marston. Hey, Germany, calm down. That's my favourite line in the Red Dead one, where he just calls a man from Germany, Germany. Yeah, I mean, why, why don't you like John Marston? Just because of no Arthur's better now. Because <laughs> <laughs> Arthur's superior? Yeah. It was sad when you got to the, the end of Red Dead 2, and it's like, shit, I'm stuck as John now. Yeah. He's not the same. You go, hey there, mister, when you ride past him, which was my favourite pastime. Seeing that to as many people as I could as I rode around. <laughs> Um, so he's, he's he's an inferior Arthur Morgan, basically, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck him then. Fuck him. Next up, a couple of Mass Effect regulars. We've got Grunt, who's a giant... Oh, what are they called? The species has gone out of my head. Krogan. Krogans. He was a giant amphibious-looking bloke called a Krogan, who wore massive armour and was just very angry a lot. Rex was better than Grunt, though. You reckon? Yeah. Either way, both of them are the same character, pretty much. Yeah, aren't they? pretty Just much. Big, angry, shepherd. They say that a lot. Um, I'd have him as muscle, though. He would be good, wouldn't he? Yeah, we've got shepherd's going to be the leader as well. That's true. So he knows him. Yeah. But the problem is, we can never have grunt if the other choice of mass effect, mass effect, mass, mass effect mass is Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a mass erect, so it's yeah. very Freudian again, isn't it? Um, but yeah, Garrus is the other choice, isn't it? And Garrus is Shepard's boy, isn't he? Yeah, he is Shepard's boy. I always like that bit in Mass Effect 2 where you kick that baddie out the window and then Garrus goes, that's a bit harsh. Or <laughs> something like that. After you've done it, that was well good. Yeah, I love uh, yeah. <laughs> When Shepard kicks that guy out the window, it's like, you got any... I'm not, not going to say anything to you. And he's like, kicks him out the window and says, how about goodbye? <laughs> Such a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, so Garrus, he's a Torian, isn't he? Yeah. So he's, yeah. he's an alien. He's a cop. He's a Torian, loose cannon cop that doesn't play by the rules that joins He's also a um, long-range boy, anyway, with his sniper rifle. <laughs> yep. mm, sniper should... cover would be good. Yep, and he's got a famous hobby as well. Recalibrating engines. If the breakdown, if the, if the getaway car breaks down, he can fix it. I reckon we have Garrus. He can be Overwatch, can't he? Yeah, so he's sort of, we're sort of saying it's probably going to be him, but still going through the applicants, yeah? For yeah, we've one. got to choose two, haven't we? 
that is true. Let's keep going then. Next up is BJ Lips from Wolfenstein. Well, that was you. I thought you were BJ Lips. <laughs> no, no. BJ Blazkowicz is BJ Lips. <laughs> yeah, Stuart, so it's BJ Blazkowicz. Yeah, Stuart told you that's BJ Bas- <laughs> BJ Blazkowicz and BJ Lips. Easily, <laughs> easily confused. One's Craig, who was a hero from Wolfenstein. Exactly. It's very easy to get them mixed up. Um, yeah, so the what I'm talking about was um, a badass commando in World War Two in alternate history who got um, a piece of shrapnel in his head and then woke up still the same as he was 20 still years later. Still as fuck. <laughs> yeah, just sat in the corner being swole as shit for 20 years or whatever, looking exactly the same and went straight back to killing Nazis again Woke up and um, started running about, yeah Did you even have any problems uh, learning to walk after being in a coma for 20 years Yeah, Am I safe to spoil uh, New Colossus by the way? Yeah, I'm not playing it Ryan? What, yeah? Yeah, so all, and New Colossus like he gets his head cut off and grafted onto a new body, and he doesn't even oh. skip a beat. Yeah, yeah there's a bit in the because obviously after the end of New Order, he's really badly injured. He's in that power armor, but his body's failing. He's dying, and then he gets caught by the Nazis and gets decapitated in like a live execution. But the Resistance rescue his head and uh, graft it onto a new body. <laughs> yeah, and he just carries on as normal. Like I'm fine. <laughs> BG Blazkowicz. <laughs> it's fucking well around there. <laughs> no, it's real. When I when I first played it, I was like, "Fuck off!" What? It was well good. <laughs> it was very funny. So yeah, BJ Boss, you can literally decapitate him and he still won't die. I think he's probably a good choice, don't you? Yeah, a bit OP. I mean, you, I think maybe they are, but we're recruiting for a high stage gym and we need power. Yeah. Uh, which is good because the next guy is uh, id software's other famous character doom guy he's even more op than bg lips yeah he's a space marine who um has had some experience in hell and kills demons as, more as a hobby at this point than i think a job doesn't he i don't think he's suited to a heist though is he do you reckon he's too yeah, chaotic see you, just... you'd have him as muscle as a backup you wait in the car and everything goes south that's when you come out he won't wait in the car, would he? You know, no. Dun, 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 dun. Oh no, is he? And you'll see him getting out of the car with his shotgun and just laying into people. Just glory killing all the people in Knotsford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ripping people in half. <laughs> <laughs> glory killing the uh, unfortunate Knotsford hipsters. You can't get away from him in time. Maybe it'd be a bit too chaotic then, yeah. If we can't have Trevor, maybe we can't have Doom Yeah. <laughs> he won't listen to the orders anyway, he just keeps smashing screens and breaking phones where you try and talk to him. No, yeah, he's a bit better it. in the second one. Oh, is he? Is he, a bit, is he a bit more well-behaved? A little bit, yeah. Still does what he wants, though. Fair enough. Next up, we've got uh, Vanilla Rice. No, sorry, Johnny Gat from uh, Saints Row. I mean, he's a good gunman. And he literally yeah. died and came back from hell. He went... He, he He's loyal to his uh, leader. He, went, he actually went to hell to save Saints Row guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't say that about many people, can you? Okay, um, I like Johnny Gat. Hmm? Still chaotic, though, isn't he? He is chaotic, but I think when he wants to be, yeah, when he's, he, he controls himself. But when he, when people hurt his crew, that's when he goes a bit mad and sorts them all out. Yeah, I also think he looks like he belongs in like a new metal band or something. Uh, 
I don't know. What do you think? I think he's, he, he might be a good shout, mightn't he? I'd have Johnny Gat, yeah. Oh, I'm not asking for, on a personal level, right? I mean for the heist. Yeah, for the heist. Kicks people, kicks everyone's asses and stuff. Jumps oh. out of a plane, beat people up. Yeah, true. All right, then. He's on the list, isn't he? Next up, we've got uh, Re- Resident Evil's two thick boys, Nemesis and Mr. X. What do we think? Don't want monsters on the people, aren't they? Whoa, guys, don't call them monsters. That's really harsh. They've got feelings. Nemesis is like a virtually unkin- unkillable guy. Yeah, he's not going to do what you... He's not going to be in a heist, is he? He's just going to be a fucking monster. You're right. I think you, you, there is the possibility that you can only program him to kill things, thinking about it. <laughs> I think he's good at hunting specific targets. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. Miss, what about Mr. X, though? Could he be programmed, do you think? No. Yeah, all right, then. You're right. They're too dangerous, aren't they? And if Nemesis gets hurt gets hurt enough, he turns into a big dog-looking thing. I mean, good luck getting that into a getaway car. Yeah, fair enough. You're right. Oh, Ryan's added this, uh, an extra one at the end here. HK47 from Nats at the Old Republic. What do we think? It's a bit killy. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? He's an assassin robot, isn't he, I guess? But you could turn him off and then just turn him on when shit goes sour. And then he'd be making sarcastic quips as well she were killing everyone. Sarcastic yeah. comment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he. I think he's a good shout. I quite like him. What do you guys reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I think he might work, yeah. So far, we've got Garrus. We're not quite sure of the, the other one yet, are we? So, what have we got next? We've got Pathfinder. Was he from Fear? That's Point Man, isn't it? Who's Pathfinder? Swiggy Robot from Apex. Go on, tell me about him. He can fire a grappling hook and he swings about on it <laughs> and makes zip lines. Would we need a zip line in an underground vault slash shop? Well, you can make a quick escape, can't you, to the to the um, getaway car? Make a zip line from the top of the shop to to the car. I suppose he sounds like he, he could be fairly decent. I suppose, yeah. Like I, don't, I, don't feel partic- I don't feel particularly sold on him, but he sounds all right. Who's Mirage? Is he another Apex person? Yeah, he can create holograms of himself and it turns invisible. Okay. To confuse people. What do you think, Ryan? Are these two? Yeah, they're pretty good. Both equal compatibility to the battle arena. Hmm. Some different different abilities. I mean, for me, <coughs> I'm thinking maybe Garrus and BJ Lips. But what do you guys think? BJ Lips. Not sorry, BJ Blaskovic. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Might be uh, Garrus and Johnny Gat, to be honest. What do you think, Stu? You get deciding vote. I think Garrus and Arthur Morgan. Oh, man. Right, we're going to have to decide this between us somehow. Whoever can make the most high-pitched noise gets their choice. That's not fair, because DJ Lips is a shit choice. He's not. He's a badass. <laughs> How is he a shit choice? Is, does he work in a squad, though? Yeah, he was in World it's War II. He was solo, a eh? Yeah, solo he a, person. He was a soldier. <laughs> I mean, well, I, th- I think I think we have to choose. I'll tell you what, then, just to make it so it works. I'll change my vote to Arthur Morgan. I want to see Garrus and Arthur Morgan in the squad. That'd be amazing. Whoa there, Garrus. Right, <laughs> let's move on to the uh, 
backup tech guy on the laptop in the corner. The hacker. Yeah. So for this one, we've got Talizora from Mass Effect, who was the mask-wearing alien lady. <clears throat> the Quarians yep. they were, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They did like the Geth very much, uh, and they did a lot of uh, hackery and other such activities. Very good choice. Very loyal as well. We like loyalty, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, yeah, got Aidan Pierce and Marcus Holloway, both protagonists from the um, Watch Dogs series. Yeah, okay. I remember Aidan Pierce looked a bit like Tom Cruise and wore a hat. A trench coat. Yeah, that's right. A flasher Mac. So. Yeah, they can hack traffic lights and things, can't they? Yeah, with just the phones and stuff, so they're well useful. Yeah, true. Marcus Holloway was the... Is he in Watch Dogs 2? Yeah, so he's got a drone, hasn't he? Ooh, those are good. Drones could be very useful in in a heist scenario, couldn't they? So I like these two. They're both pretty sneaky boys as well, yeah. Sneaky boys. (laughs) Sneaky boys. Next up we've got Crypto. He's a hacker fella from uh, Apex. He's got an EMP drone. EMP's useful. You could take down security systems with an EMP strike, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a good shout, then. Um, Cortana from Halo. And also Windows 10. Isn't Cortana useless because didn't she live inside Master Chief's head? No, she's in a little disc. Yeah, but that's inside you... Master Chief's head. You could put him in a laptop. Yeah. I mean, she's in Fast Windows drive. 10, she? Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> She lives in Windows 10. Um, my worry is that she's owned by Microsoft. I mean, do we trust Microsoft to join us on the hack? Who else have we got? Legion. Yeah, fuck it. Leggy on, yep, yeah, also from Mass Effect. He's the uh, Geth ally of, of the party. I like Geths. They're cool. They are the masters of hacking because they are digital people. They are three bodies. Mass Effect people, though. Yeah, I reckon, like, I reckon we've hit a quota. Yeah, I think we've got a, yeah hit the limit on a Mass Effect character. Yeah, sorry, Legion. <laughs> Too many Mass Effect people now. Um, Technomancer woman from Borderlands, someone's written here. Gage. Go on, Yeah, you. I don't know. Builds, builds a big robot, doesn't she? Out of scrap. And Chaffing well for her abilities. She makes herself inaccurate. So every bullet that misses ricochets and then bounces back at stuff. Can she hack computers? I don't know. I thought she just built robots. Doesn't sound like a very good shout to me, though. I'm leaving for a heist. I right, I'll just the... ignore her then. So next one, you got uh, Otacon. Otacon. Pisses himself. Like yeah, me. but it's also a com- there's also a computer that he can't hack. There isn't a computer that he cannot hack. True. And he, he, says, he, he says so himself. He what's can also he, put some... What's he say? Just like in my Japanese comics. Yeah. Wow! This is just like in my Japanese otaku! <laughs> or something, <laughs> what a... Um, but meanwhile, the worrying thing about Otacon is that he falls in love with people and won't shut up about them. Like, it's the sniper wolf. Though he can He's work out with He's fucking whiny, though, isn't he? Yeah, he can't work out that there's five people in the, in the lift with Snake wearing stealth, though. It took him a while, but he worked it out. Though it always pissed me off when you're waiting there wearing the thermal goggles, ready to spot him, and they weren't there. Yeah. So, oh, funny that Hideo Kojima, innit? Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, I think, I mean, I, my worry is that he pissed himself in the car and Tanner would be upset with him. He pissed yeah. on my seats. No, I don't think we could have him. Imagine the argument. A good shout at the end, Lester from GTA 5, who, like we say, was Michael DeSantis' planner, wasn't he? he was. Slash computer expert. Uh, if things got physical and he had to do a rudder, he wouldn't be much good. I don't think he he'd be, be there, though, would thing, he? thing is, though, he's more of, a, he's more of the... Uh, the planner, to be honest, because on some of the heists, you do have to actually hire a separate tech person to do the hacking. Yeah, I think you might be right. You might be right. Well, for me, then, it goes between... I see Marcus Holloway, if he's got an additional drone over Aiden, and Tally. Between one of those two. What do you Yeah, think? I think Marcus Holloway, yeah. Yeah, you're right, because, again, too many Mass Effect people, right? Yeah. <clears throat> right, Marcus Holloway wins the vote, then. That's it, isn't it? That's it then. So who's our who's our heist squad then? We've got Commander Shepard in the lead, and with them we've got Corvo for the stealth, we've got Tanner for the driving, we've got Arthur Morgan and Garrus for the muscle. Yes, and the tech expert we've got Marcus Holloway. That is a good team, guys. I think the Wizards should be happy with that, don't you? Yeah. So it's good that the Wizards are happy with it, but there's somebody else we have to try and uh, impress with this, isn't there? We have to ask the listeners of the podcast who they would have chosen in their squad. So, we go over to a stew with the crystal ball of what people are responses. Well, Ryan needs to summon it up first. Well, go on, Ryan, summon it. Summon it. It's time for what people responses. That was the magic happening, sorry. It wasn't. Right, so... If you actually copied the list over, or is it still on Twitter? It's on Twitter. Tweeter. On Twitter. It's on Twitter. So, uh, first one from Griefus Burritus. At Grief Burrito. I don't know why he's suggesting... Um, well, I don't think he knew yeah, that the heist it. was to steal his own thing, so he's just giving us a... Um, he's just helping us, isn't he? What's he yeah. doing? So, his leader is Master Chief... Mm. Muscles Coltrane from um, Gears of War. Oh, that was a good shout. Yeah, if I missed a beat there, not putting old Marcus Phoenix on. Farkas Phoenix. Uh, stealth Guy, Solid Snake. Hacker, it's Aiden from Watch Dogs. And Driver, Red Shell Cooper. One of them is. Um, what, from Mario Kart? Yeah. I think how, so. are gonna, how are you going to fit everyone on the back of a cart? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've already, we've already disproven why Master Chief, Master Chief and Snake wouldn't be the perfect choice. Uh, his shout of Coltrane was very good, though, so well done with that. I don't, like I say, I don't know why he's helping us with our own heist against him, but okay. Um, next up is Dreamcast Addict, at Dreamcast Addict. Uh, their leader's Master Chief again. Are we Ooh. missing something here? Yeah, I don't know. I think um, they're missing something. Muscle... Uh, Mike Hager, guy from Fight. Oh, fight! Yeah, is it Final, Final Fight? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, with his tash. Big, big, yeah, big massive swole fella. Yeah. Stealth Sam Fisher. Hacker yep. Adam Jensen. That's what we missed. Oh, fucking good shout! I didn't think of Adam Jensen. Uh, driver B D B D Joe. Whoever he is. Don't, don't know who that is. Sorry. Maybe we should swap Adam Jensen for. Thingy. 
No, it was too late. We made the list now. I've, I've oh, just, I've, I've just faxed it off to the have wizards. You, have you rubber stamped it? Yeah, yeah. I faxed it. It's gone through the fax I've machine. I faxed now. it. I don't know why the wizards insist we use a fax machine, but. No. <laughs> um, stuck in the middle, confused podcast at stuck underscore underscore confused underscore. Uh, <laughs> leader Captain Price. Yep. Muscle Kratos. Oh, Kratos. Far too chaotic. He never yeah. controlled Kratos. Stealth Samuel Fisher. Yep. Hacker R2D2. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'd have to get him on location, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because <laughs> he got shot at trying to log into something. <laughs> like when he gets shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a well good impression. Um, driver Colin McRae. Why not? It's in a game, isn't it? I mean, Nutsford's in the countryside, but it's not in the middle of a rally course. Oh, you suggesting he couldn't drive fast around street corners? That's part of the. Um, I don't think you know how. I think you got the concrete and you panic. It's part of a rally Tarmac's course. part of rallying, you chode. <laughs> Fine. All right, maybe you're right, but he is kind maybe of dead. Maybe right. <laughs> uh, and then we got. Um, what have we got? That was it, wasn't it? Oh, there's was a couple more on this one, was there? Searching to the vaults, looking to the crystal ball. Oh, gaming arena at LGA. Um, literally just Dwayne the Rock Johnson cloned it a bunch of times. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I mean, that is the ultimate career, right? <laughs> Yeah, just Would he be playing each of his characters from yeah. the movies? Just the rock. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of them, yeah. Muscle would have but, to be the, um, from Walking Tall. Yeah. yeah. The leader could be... Uh, from Doom. Sarge from Doom. <laughs> yeah, Sarge from Doom, yeah. Hobbs. Hobbs could be in there from Hobbs and Show. Oh, there's a driver. Yep. But there's not a hacker rock, though, is there? Ah, shit. Hacker nice. rock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he just raises his eyebrow with the systems and they all shut down. Yeah. In fact, yeah, I remember that. I remember that post now because I I told them about my very platonic dreams where the rock's my friend and I hang around with him. Do you want to tell us about them? Have I told you on the podcast before? I don't think you fully explained it before. <clears throat> well, every now and again, right? I have these dreams where uh, the rock's my mate and I'm just hanging around with him. Say so it's nothing weird. There's nothing going on there. Um, like the last dream I had was that I lived in a different house, like a dream, like a house in my dream that my dream director had casted for the house, which it wasn't. And the door was broken in the house. Uh, so I called the rock in to fix it for me. I asked him to come and fix it. And he fixed the door. It's like, yeah, nice one, the rock. But in all my dreams, I always worry. He's like, should I ask him about his movies? It's like, no, don't do it. He probably gets it all the time. He doesn't want it from me. I'm supposed to be his mate. Every time. <laughs> I had another dream where, where, we went, where we were like in Alton Towers or somewhere. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> We're just mates, all right? Don't be jealous. <laughs> oh, God. All right, okay, what else have we got? There's one more in, in from uh, Never a Straight Answer podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they said their leader would be Commander Shepard. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, correct. A muscle Zangief. Oh, good shout. Uh, Stealth Sam Fisher and the driver Colin McRae. 
Fair enough, though. I guess Colin McRae was a good shout. Uh, but not not as good as Tanner, though. I mean, come on. He's Tanner. He's Driver, isn't he? But yeah, was that it then? Tanner Faust. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Are they the same person? Could be. Maybe. Ooh. So, yeah, oh, is that all of them? What about another driver? Oh, yeah. Ken Chock. Ken Chock. He'd, he'd be doing Jim Carn around all the roundabouts and stuff, though. You get, you get, you get a bit too into it. Yeah, true. It'd be a good getaway driver, though, but, yeah, you have to keep him occupied. Yeah, he'd, he'd burn his tyres out after the first half a mile. But, okay, is that all the what people responses? Yep. Well, thanks for, thanks for letting us know your answers, everyone. Um, always feel free to send messages to at Shark Select Pod. We're always happy to talk to you. Thanks, everyone. <coughs> I did a burp. And now it's time for uh, the final entry of the overly long name game, which is my own entry, <coughs> which is worrying. Are we ready for it? Yep. We asked ourselves, am I ready for it? Yes, I am. There we go. <coughs> From an advantageous position or rank, Relay instructions while simultaneously using crushing force and tactical knowledge to overrun enemy positions and gain control of territory. A high level of preparedness customarily denoted by a specific pigment. Yeah? I think I know what it might be, you know. Tell. Oh, you have to tell me later. I will do. Oh, I'm excited now to see if you know what it is. Woo-hoo! Right, okay, do you think you know what it is, Ryan? No. <laughs> I can know what part of it is, but I think this is the second part to it. I'm not sure. Fair enough. Well, we'll talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> right, okay. So now I guess it's that time again where, uh, God so help us, we cut across to the uh, Wizard's Tower and see what they're up to. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. I can't, honestly, guys, it, it makes me nervous. Every week. I don't know what they're going to be up to. <clears throat> Puny, unable to bench press a small hatchback. Are you a grunt but want to be a hunter? Well, look no further, weaklings. For everyone's favorite four-armed dragon man has the answer for you. Goro's games. Join now, and he'll even teach you how to fire magical watermelons out of your arms like a boss. Don't be an asshole. Get swole. Goro's games. Okay, Master Cumbrack, stop polishing those meat stats. It's that time again. Time. (laughs) Cumbrack, stop it. Oh, it's gone. Look what you've done. It's all over my robes. You freak. Okay, it's time for the Wizard's Tower. Everybody. Ooh. By everybody, I mean you two, because nobody else is watching, obviously. Let us review. I, I sure hope not. These reviews are top secret. You okay over there, Master Wizard? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm still worried about that gym downstairs, but let's just see what happens. I think I might go and try and get swole. <laughs> I don't think I will. I'm far too much of a nerd. They might pull my ropes up my bum like a wedgie. Apparently like coming every day. Yes, I heard that. Our famous bodybuilder, Arnold of the Schwarzenegger. He said it's like coming. Anyway, enough about coming. What are we, wizards? Let's talk about games to review. Who wants to go first this week? 
What about you, Master Wizard? Do you want to go first? Yes, I can go first. That's fine. Oh, I've got time. Um, wake you up. <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs> of what you want to talk about. I'm going to talk about control. Yes. Go yes. ahead. It's that new game from Remedy and some other thing I can't remember. Uh, oh yes, 505 Games published it, but it was developed mainly by Remedy. <clears throat> Just going to speed up my voice again with a temporal spell to speed it up by 1.25 so I can talk oh, like this. So, yes, originally came out in August last year and I picked it up uh, last week. It's pretty good, actually. Um, it looks like it's set in like the... 70s it's weird a fine decade yeah well only because like this the desks are set up like an, in an old school way and there's typewriters everywhere and the computers that you do see are really big with green screens yes it sounds like the 1970s when i was but an experimental wizard mm. and then there's like the mail rooms all then big tubes where you put the you put the thing in and it gets sucked off oh stop we're sucking off mm. oh stop <laughs> wizard category wizard category yes uh, but it's, yeah it's pretty good actually so it's a third person um, action adventure uh, it is a little bit weird I don't want to spoil too much about it because it's fairly new and I guess but you should definitely pick it up and play it and it looks lovely very nice graphics. Graphically yes. Yeah, it's like a, it's just little things that you do. So when you do like your melee attack, it's like a push and like sends force out. But, but all the walls crack, all the concrete on the floor cracks and stuff, and like the support beams all crumble and just leaves the rebar and things like that. That sounds very good. Yeah, like you shatter the glass and then all the um, the wooden frame splinters as well. And so, the, and the blinds on the windows all fall apart. That sounds very good indeed. I like it. Yes. But do you like it? Yes, yes, I do like it. It's like it's kind of like um, it's set in an office complex, and you can go. It's more or less all open at one time, but there's a lockdown in effect. So as you progress and unlock higher access cards, you can go to different areas, but you can discover new areas as you as you travel through. Similar to Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I may be sold on this. It's definitely good. I'm going to stick it in thick. Thick category. Thick yeah. levels of control. I like it, everybody. Kumarak, you go next, you little bastard. I'm going to go with Mafia 2. Ooh! Good shout. It's set in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, is it? I think it's just the 40s and 50s, my friend. Oh, yes, because you have the old crappy cars in the 40s. And then you get sent to the war and you have to kill some naughty Nazis. <laughs> and then you have to come back and it's the still the no, 40s, no, no. is it? Yes. Then you get sent to prison. 
you get sent to prison and then you come back in the fifties. Yes, that's right. Yes, you have Thomas guns and <laughs> pistols and cars. And it's yes. like GTA, but for olden times. And there's lots of music from the era. That's my personal favourite. I enjoyed that very much. It made me hard in my pants. I could see. Mm. Was, was Did that song Your feature in the second throbbing. one? Yes, it appeared on the radio in the first few missions, I believe. Oh, when good. In the 40s. I, I knew it was in the first game. I wasn't sure about the second. Yes, it was on the oldie-timey radio station. Yeah, so... I'm going to put it in thick. Ooh, I think that's where it belongs. That's a good choice. <clears throat> it was a very good game. And I am going to take you back in time. 20 years to the year of 2000. The millennium, when the millennium bug nearly wiped out humanity. And we three wizards saved everybody. Not that they thanked us. And I'm talking about Activision and Neversoft's game, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Ooh. Ooh. It was a good game. It's what it says on the tin, really. You're a skateboarder and you have to do challenges. Such as collecting videos and doing stunt chains and whatnot. Collecting skate letters. Yes, and you could play as such famous skaters as Tony the Hawk and... Other people who are also skateboarders in that era. Or, for the first time ever, you could make your own skater. Oh, Rodney Mullins was a man, I believe. Yes, of course. He was. This, is, this, is, this is a weird coincidence, but I've been reading up a lot about Rodney Mullins recently. Oh yes, tell me why. Just um, out of interest, and I can't believe how many skating tricks he actually invented. Wow. What a talented man. Essentially, if it's um, any sort of trick from an ollie or kickflip or heel flip or an impossible, he's invented it. <laughs> well, little do people know that we invented Rodney Mullins. But anyway, I'm going to just put. I'm going to fast forward my voice as well, guys, so we can get through this. Whew, God, we wizards talk slowly. Anyway, yeah. It's got um, lots of good levels as well, like the warehouse, the classic warehouse where you can make a helicopter take off by grinding over its blades. Clearly. <clears throat> yeah, man. There's a, the school. What other levels were there? I remember there was in the school most of all. Airport. There There's an airport. Yes, the airport was good. Um, but I think the best thing about the whole game was the uh, fucking soundtrack on the Tony Hawk's 2. I had all my favourite songs on it from the Tony Hawk's games. It had uh, a bit of Papa Roach. Uh, it had Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine, which is fucking good. And it had that World's Collide song that uh, Melf used to play all the time in college until we banned him from it. Oh, is that? You know the one. That <laughs> pa- yeah, Power, Power Man 5000 or something. That's the one. Yeah. And so we, we got played so much in college that we had to ban it. And we were even the tutors and we, put, we, we, we dropped the ban hammer on it. So yeah, I give Tony Hawk. Obviously, it has aged by the standard of later games in the series, because like Underground introduced that kind of story mode, didn't it, and stuff like that, which I feel it's lacking. So I would give it probably good. 
Wow. Oof. It's still really enjoyable, but it's just lacking the modern touches that will launch it into the thick slash shatter stage. Today's standards. What's this? You're judging it by today's standards, not by its own merit. Oh, I think you might be right, Master Comrade. I will flagellate my penis later in the penis flagellation chamber as punish. Uh, yes, definitely punishment. But I would say then, if we look at it at the time, I would probably say it's as high as shard. That's more like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do you wizards agree with my decision? Yes, yes. To be fair, the soundtrack was fucking boss too. So yes, it's definitely shard. We wizards love a bit of early 2000s rock music. Well, I sure hope nobody was listening to that. Hmm, I wonder what those little wankers down in the podcast shed are doing. Probably wanking. Oh, I bet they're wanking each other off with their teeth. Like the animals they are. Well, thanks for that, wizards. What the fuck were they on about then? I've never once wanked you guys off with my teeth. Have I? Usually just your lips, isn't it? Exactly. That's why they call me PJ Lips. That's why Goro is my pimp. He's been training me up for this special day. Anyway, that was another dubious episode of Shard Select. And now, for the final part of the podcast, I hand off to our resident closing the podcast expert. It's Ryan, everybody. It is, yeah. I've got to trim it down a bit now because it's... uh, Even the siren out's too long. So... You've been listening to Shout Select. Find us on Twitter at Shout Select Pod. And if you feel really special, you could join us on, on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Shout Select. See you next week. Goodbye. I want to add one more thing. No. Yes. Go on, you, go on our YouTube channel and you can watch Ryan take down Pixie Podcast. It's a really good video. Watch it. You won't regret it. Yeah, you have to go on past, uh, past live streams because you can see it there. There you go. Boom. Get it watched really good yep alright bye everyone bye bye what a lovely week with that thanks <gasps> <It's lovely. laughs> bye everyone <laughs>